See how are you? I'm good. Happy Tuesday. Yeah, happy Tuesday to you too. Thank you. Well, we have a special guest on the line. I'm gonna let her introduce herself. Hi, everybody. My name is Shadi Sealy, coming from Trinidad and Tobago, well, presently Antigua, but I'm originally from Trinidad and Tobago. Awesome. Well, let's get into it. What made you get to singing? Uh, that is an interesting question. Well. Um, I've always loved music because of our culture. I've loved the versatility of music and because of who I've been around as well. Um, I've had the privilege of knowing not just like mainstream or present day music. My mom always listens to well, her oldies and whatnot and well, that, that my grandfather, my grandparents as well. So um, I guess it was just the environment. Uh, Afterwards, heading into school, I realized, you know, I like to sing. Um, my primary school teacher, well, I think there you might say junior high teacher, they were um, really, they would really encourage me. They would push me a lot to try to do a lot of stuff, enter into Calypso competitions and um, whatever functions we may have at school, I was always chosen for them. And then in high school, uh, I guess my music teacher, Miss Vanessa Ryan, she was one who really, really pushed me into doing it and making sure I studied it, perfecting my craft and everything. And I am just grateful for that entire lane because I think that God's way is so intricate. Like you could actually see the hand of God over my life and where he placed me. I think if it wasn't for anybody that I've mentioned so far, as well as a lot of other people, I probably would not have been in this field singing today. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm so excited to talk about this new project you have. So I'm ready to hear um, about your single, Yours, and the motivation behind it. Oh, well, this song was actually written over two years ago, believe it or not. Um, it was just there, like, I don't think it was the right time or the right season to release it as yet. Um, I just remember well, my husband, when we used to live in Trinidad, we would paint in the room and I'd just sneak out, go in the bathroom, record part, come back inside, sneak out again. And um, I wanted something that wasn't too wordy, but also the lyrics had to be impactful. So mm. that's why they, it just kept repeating, you know, um, all I am is yours. Take all I am, take all of me, you know, increasing me and, the, you know. Let me decrease it in myself. Let the flesh of itself decrease. So um, the inspiration behind it was just pretty vulnerable at that time. I didn't know what else to do. Like we had a lot of music lined up there and it just didn't seem right to release anything that I had written at that time. So, you know, just asking God to download something fresh into me and that's exactly what he did. And I think that because of where we are today, where the entire world is facing this pandemic. You know, a lot of people, they become hopeless and we don't know exactly what to do, what avenue to take. Like we just here wondering, 
okay, God, will this ever end? Will this ever end? And, you know, I think God is just telling us, you know, I have this. You just need to put everything, just surrender all to me, and I will take care of all of this. You'll just see me turning it around for good. Okay. Well, congratulations. Thanks a lot. Yes, absolutely. Um, so just, just coming from um, a Caribbean background and, you know, being overseas, how difficult do you find it to break your sound, you know, into other areas of the world? Like, for example, I mean, here, um, Calypso has a, Calypso and, and reggae have like, you know, a nice niche here, but I know you're, you kind of have more of like a gospel vibe, if you will, like it's more, you know, um, I would say it was, it's not as secular as you, you know, yeah. it's not like most secular music. So how, how, um, how difficult would you, would you see yourself coming, you know, being able to maybe break into the uh, mainstream in America or like even the yeah. UK, cause the UK has a big Caribbean uh, um, mm -hmm. population and, and Canada as well, so. It is definitely very difficult. I'm still trying. Um, I think that because, you, I mean, the America and the UK has or have many incredible like people, artists, mm -hmm. ministers. They have it already. So I think having somebody more like replicate that song knowing that okay well we have that already you have to try we have to try to not really well find a way to balance it or intertwine it in a sense to show that okay yeah we have some of you but we also trying to bring our vibe present our vibe as well and there are people who have been doing it i think showing garden is a perfect example of one who's taken the Caribbean sound and traveled all over the world. The world, he, he knows, you know, a lot of people know about him. He's been to Africa, he's been to the UK, he's been to the US. So it is very difficult because it's like me just coming into, like one drop into already full sea. It mm. is going to be very, very difficult for me. But it, I think that no matter how saturated the industry would be, there will, if God said I have a place, then I have a place, no matter how saturated it is. If it's for me, it is for me. And I am still trying my best to break that barrier and not necessarily conform or, you know, because in the Caribbean, a lot of us, we have to have the Caribbean sound in order to be in the Caribbean market. It, yeah. And that's not really me. So, um, it, it would take a lot. It is taking a lot, but it's all, it's all good. Yeah. I think I, I, I want to do it. <laughs> as much as I want to do it, I, I do believe that God has a place for me there. So it will take some time, but I'm still doing it. For sure, for sure. And yeah, even even in your single yours, I mean, it, it doesn't, it, it sounds more um, like, it sounds more like something you would hear in the, in the States anyway, so... You know, that's that's good that, you know, you have a diverse um, sound when it comes to you and your artistry. Mm -hmm. um, excuse me. So I noticed like you have um, a couple of songs up and, you know, you do a lot of features, which is amazing. But can we expect to see a solid full project from you maybe 
yep. the end of the year, maybe next year. Not <laughs> the end of the year. <laughs> next okay. year for sure. <laughs> next year for sure. Um, we have a lot of planning to do mm -hmm. to make sure that we we don't drop it in a season when it's actually not ready or not right for us. The mm -hmm. pandemic has actually taken a toll on a lot of Caribbean artists. So I think now it's just us trying to find out how to still be relevant and be present in the midst of it all. Um, we can't do that if we have no presence, then nobody's gonna hear the song. So it, it's gonna take a lot, but expect, yeah, I'm very expectant of next year. I'm very hopeful of next year. It has a lot to offer for me. Okay. Well, we're looking forward to it, definitely. Definitely. Because your single, like I said, your single, yours, when I was listening to it um, last night, and it was very, very moving. So I'm looking forward to see what else you can put out, you know, just as you as an artist to see what you're capable yeah. of and the range <laughs> you have. Excuse me. So um, who are some of your music, musical inspirations? Oh, musical inspirations. Um, I have a very diverse list, <laughs> um, starting from Rashotiai, who has been a pioneer in um, gospel and Jammu music, which he's actually created in Trinidad. Um, David Rudder, um, someone who I actually sang alongside for a while, quite a while, Vonnet Bigford. Um, and then people who I've done background vocals for over the years, Positive, Nathaniel, mentioned. These people are great, Show and Gardner. These people are excellent. And then outside of that, Kirk Franklin is definitely a major one. He's always managed to stay mm -hmm. relevant, to stay present to every situation that's happening now. And I think his music is just timeless. I also love Marvin Sapp and a few people on the secular side as well. I really like Beyonce. I really like her. I think she's she has a very good work ethic, and I think it's something that a lot of us could look at and say, "Yeah, that's something you would want to take from her." So it's just about taking somebody good out of it all. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's a that is, even though you say you had an extensive list, I mean, just the people that you named are very you know very well respected artists. But I know I like we could be here all day, and I could just have you list off everybody, but. Yeah. <laughs> but those are some good good musical inspiration. So I was gonna ask you on your new project, um, who are some people that will be on your new project for 2021? Oh um well Mikael is absolutely one of them. I would okay. love to do a feature with Mikael. Um looking forward to having Nathaniel also be a part and my husband who is a producer, he dabbling okay. in some stuff. Believe it or not, he actually sang um, some of the background vocals in yours. He cried when we did it because he was like, this is too hard. This is too hard. I don't know how to do this. But um, yeah, he, but he is, he's a trooper. I actually really want to do a feature with him in the future as well. Okay. All right. So as far as the music industry, um, what has been some of your challenges? getting it out there, <laughs> getting listeners to adapt it as quickly as I 
want them to adapt it. So it takes a lot of marketing. Marketing is not my specialty, but I'm actually learning a lot from it. Um, trying to make sure that the people that I um, staying connected to, the people that are around me, um, they could help and they are competent in that field enough so that things get pushed out the way that I wanted to. So that has been one of the challenges right now. Okay. All right. Yeah, marketing can be really, really hard. I think that's hard for everybody everywhere, yeah. not just out of the United States. It is. It definitely is. Mm -hmm. Okay. So earlier I heard you kept saying we, we, we. So I'm just kind of curious to see if you have a team behind you. And if you do, like how involved are they with helping you develop your sound and also with you kind of, you know, getting your music out there for people to listen to? Mm -hmm. um, my husband is definitely one of the people who is helping, like, right with the song. He's a producer. He's done the production for basically all my songs so far. Um, okay. So he's definitely helping with the song. And as well, Mikael, who's my manager, he is also one of the people I would message for honesty. And it's always good to have an honest person right there because a lot of people that could, you know, front to you, lie to you and say, yeah, 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 this is good, this is good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They would never tell you. I don't know if it's a fair, some, probably sometimes it's, it might be a fair, you know, of just offending or making you feel like you're lesser than when really sometimes all you really need is the truth. So he's also one of the very honest people on my side. Um, when it comes to what I have to do. So that right now is just the small team, my husband, Mikael. Okay. Wow. Yeah, definitely. And um, another thing I wanted to kind of highlight is that you're a part of a band, correct? Are you still with that band? The signature band? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. No, okay. I'm, not I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not with, I haven't been with them for a bit. Oh, okay. Okay. Because about three years or so. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, well, how was that experience being a part of a band, being a, a vocalist for a band? Like overall? Uh, well, there were its ups and downs, but I think the good always, always outweighs the bad um, with them. The band is, you know, a bunch of friends, a bunch of crazy people who mm. I. Have, I have grown to really love and respect over the time. And then you eventually learn to uh, just have a particular chemistry with people. It, it's nice to have chemistry with people. It, it's also, um, they're good, they're a good bunch. <laughs> um, it's a lot of learning experience, a lot of traveling as well. Um, and just growing together, it's nice to have people that you could actually grow with, that could help you grow and you could help them grow. So yeah okay awesome so what has been some of your other hobbies that you've been doing since we've been um you know with the COVID going on and being in the house uh photography i want to take oh. up photography and editing i absolutely love photography um i'm working with someone right now alongside someone uh who's teaching me a lot about the editing and the photography aspect of that that's good okay. and then i have a one-year-old so 
She's yes, just, and congratulations. Yes, yes, yes. She's yeah. always in my space. <laughs> but once you learn it, you're gonna have to show me some of them editing moves and stuff. I bought a <laughs> camera and haven't put it to use yet, and I've not had it for about two years. Oh, <laughs> definitely. I think it's just a lot of trial and error and research, but it's only so much you can do. Like I learn a lot physically, so somebody has to be there to show me what to do so I could understand it instead of just reading or being in front of a screen. So it's like to have it's nice to have the active aspect of it and knowing, okay, well, this is what this does and you see what this does and how to mm -hmm. troubleshoot if it is something goes wrong. So that's also the plus. What has been one of your biggest accomplishments so far? So far as far as in your music I, industry. I think Every time I release something, that is an accomplishment. The fact that I haven't given up as yet. <laughs> because it is hard, it does get difficult, it does get discouraging. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I'm still doing it, I think that in itself is an accomplishment. Okay. So why did you choose yours to be your single out of all your other music? Hmm. Like I said, it's been a while. And we've been working on it, we've been fixing it, but it's it's always been that one song that you just go back to. Even though you listen to the others, it's just always been that one where uh, I think I have a little connection with this one in particular. I think this one is the one that actually needs to be released. So I that's why we decided, you know, it we had to get it done, we had to make sure we fix it up so that it's just out there. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Do you have any, um, do you have any projects with your, uh, trying to think of a good way to put this. Um, cause I know you're working with a, a singer named Sherman, right? Is that someone that you've worked with in the past? Or is that your husband? Oh, no, no. Lester is my husband. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm just getting things confused. I got a lot of like notes here and <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure I got everything right. Um, yeah, so I understand you were working with uh, working with someone. Sure, uh, Okay, so can you tell us more about how that's been and how and you know what we can expect Showing. in the future? Yeah, sure. And has been one of the people I've been working with since uh, probably 2010, 2011. I've been working with him for a very, very long time. I've also mm -hmm. been traveling with him. Um, that experience has been very enlightening and I think he's one of the people who has remained very unselfish in um, helping me as well in the industry, trying to push and um, sending email blasts and just the little things, just keeping the encouragement going as well. And, you know, also he's one of the very honest people that I have in my circle. Um, he would say, you know what, I think you shouldn't do this, do this instead. Um, mm -hmm. But he's also, he, he's good at critiquing and he's good at giving the needed critique instead of the unnecessary ones. And um, that's been really good working with him. Um, if it wasn't for him, I would not have met my husband, I can tell you that. <laughs> because he was also the MD for the band. So I thank him there. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well. Right. Look how that connects. <laughs> the way, right. 
<laughs> I was gonna say when you said earlier how God just replacing you in the same situation. Hey, this is perfect. Yeah. So being a woman, um, being a woman, you know, songwriter, singer, you know, you're also kind of in that in that gospel um, realm. Have you found it more easier, or have you found it more receptive that that you're getting more like more praise and critiques and 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 assistance from women or men more like what's the dynamic as far as um, navigating through this space because i know you know with gospel being such a, a very like religious heavy genre mm -hmm. and you have people who you know who don't always have the purest intentions mm -hmm. you know how, how how as a woman how do you navigate through that space um because of the experience I've had with working with a lot of bands over the years, I've been in bands for probably over 10 years now. Um, and because of that experience, I think it's harder for women to navigate through that than men. I think that critique, clothes, hair, makeup, shoes, every single thing like we have to make sure we are always presented in a way that people would accept us and if it is we say something a little left in their mm -hmm. eyes or do something or care a particular way a little left is always a backlash it's very easy to have a backlash on women as um in comparison to men um, but me navigating through that, I think because of the experience, I've learned to shut out who I have to or who I need to in order to stay sane mm -hmm. and to smallen my circle, <laughs> smallen, I hope smallen is a word, but shrink my circle in such a way that I have the people that are necessary and I know who could let me know honestly okay mm -hmm. well no you you won't mess this time so you need to fix it up or don't take that too seriously that's that's just their perspective you had to like you really have to filter everything in order to continue to stay sane as a woman in this gospel industry and i think we see it not only with i haven't seen it just for myself but i've seen it with people all over the world like the littlest things that happen to women, like men get an easier pass and it's just, that's just how it is. Mm. So um, it's just about filtering, knowing who to filter, what to filter in order to stay sane because you really need to keep a sound mind in order to continue as, which is why I said before, like when I met one of my greatest accomplishments is the fact that I haven't given up yet because there were many, many instances where I could say, yeah, I think I'm done with this. This, this is not for me. Just because of what someone said. And if I yeah. continue to roll off like that, then trust me, I, we would have the, a handful of people remaining if they haven't gone through that type of critique and learned how to, you know, not know how to filter all of that out. Wow, absolutely. So, and, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just, just to kind of piggyback off of that. Um, so just given given the experience and what you know now, um, you know, what what would you do to 
um, kind of change that narrative. And that, and it doesn't have to necessarily just be with gospel music. I mean, if you back out and look at the industry, the music industry or entertainment industry as a whole, what, you know, what's, what's some of the things that you would do to kind of uh, prevent things like that from happening in the future or with other artists? I think just not take a lot of the comments seriously. Like I said, know how to filter it and mm -hmm. continue to have the people at, um, around you that, you know, aren't going to always bring you down because sometimes it's the littlest thing, it's the slightest thing that somebody might say and you realize they always have like a little jab to it. So you had to learn, okay, then I need to cut you out. Like you need to grow. This is not welcomed in my space. Just always surround yourself with that type of positive energy. Um, even recently, if we look at it, um, there was something with Billie Eilish where she spoke about the clothes that she wears and why she always wears the big type of clothing because she just doesn't want to be represented as a sex symbol in the industry, the music industry. And this is what a lot of, if it is a look at the female artists, like 90% of them, this is what their image is. And right. the one day she came out with, I think it was like a normal tin strap top and a kind of loose pants. Everybody was like, oh my God, she looks like a pig. She looks like this, she looks like that. And it's like, she looks human. Right. So it's just, a, it, you really have to just learn how to filter it and just keep a positive space, a positive energy around you. If, it, if you don't, you will go insane. Like, there's no two ways about it. Okay. okay. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, definitely. I was gonna say, um, for twenty twenty one, are you doing any virtual concerts or anything? Um, any concerts in Trinidad? Well, presently I'm not in Trinidad because of COVID. Our borders are closed, so I can't even get home. My cousin, my husband, and I we can't. We are in Antigua, where he's from, um, for the time being. Um, I would love to do something virtually. Uh, I think I have a, I still have a little fear about going live um, and that whole scene. So it would be a great step for me to take, you know, that leap of faith <laughs> and do something like that. I really want to. I, it's a lot of planning for it though. Um, but I, I want to. I really do. Okay. Okay. So can you give us some inspirational words for people that wants to be an artist? Ah, <laughs> uh, inspirational words for somebody <laughs> that wants to be an artist. Yes. Um, try your best to keep a sound mind in everything that you do. Also okay. understand that not everything that you do and try to accept it as early as possible. Understand that not everything that you do will be accepted by your audience or by not necessarily your audience, but the people that are looking. Um, because you will never fit every single niche. But once you know that God told you to do X, you do X. Some people would want to refute why you did it, but if God said you sent you to do it and you want to do it, then by all means, be obedient and follow in that step. You never know the barriers that you could break when you actually take that one step. You never know 
what barriers are going to be still up just because oh somebody critique it don't let everybody get in your head don't let everybody get in your stoops just keep that nice tight circle of people that you can trust people that you can respect people that are like-minded and god-fearing as well and things will go the way that they are supposed to go once you remain obedient okay all right and there you have it thanks for those motivational words i needed that <laughs> definitely but mickey monday you have any other questions before we go into trivia um no i didn't i mean the last question i asked or so the, the two-part question that was supposed to be my hard question and you went right through it so <laughs> <laughs> okay so we have two trivia questions for you mine is what ridiculous thing has someone tricked you into doing or believing uh probably santa claus <laughs> i think that was probably the most ridiculous thing i could like literally remember one christmas and it probably was my last christmas i stayed up all night by the window looking outside waiting for santa claus in trinidad even though we'd had no chimneys in trinidad because we have no snow it is the caribbean so i was there looking up seeing stuff outside and wondering okay could that be him could that be him and he never came so i think that was probably the most ridiculous thing i believed in my life <laughs> okay <laughs> okay i got you wow <laughs> i can't believe that oh my goodness um <laughs> so my question is uh what game show would you be really good at hmm. Game show, game show, game show, game show, game show. Um, well, they recently reintroduced it. Probably supermarket sweep. Okay. Because I just like food. So I think I'll be really good at figuring out those answers pretty quickly and running through the aisles to get whatever product I need to get. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, it's like real life. You just go into the supermarket, just grab whatever you can. Yeah. You got to run past people. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Exactly. Well, what's your favorite food? You say you love food. Huh, curry. Anything okay. curry. So like home, we like roti. I love shrimp roti. I like doubles. I love curry. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, before we get off, can you tell everybody where they can follow you at? Okay, on Instagram, the Shadi Sealy. For those of you who get trouble to spell Shadi, S-A-D-E, Sealy, S-E-A-L-E-Y, Facebook. You can find my page, Shadi Sealy, as well as Twitter, um, the Shadi Sealy. Okay, awesome. Well, I want to say congrats on your journey. Congrats on your new project. Thank and you so much. And your single. Yes. <laughs> and thanks for interviewing with us today. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for having me. It was really nice. Anytime. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you so much for being a part of this experience. Um, Sade, we really appreciate you, you know, coming through and your vibe is awesome. I love your energy. And, you know, once you, once you get the album out, just let us know and then we'll go <laughs> from there. We'll come right back here. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will. Thanks so much. No problem. Have a blessed Tuesday. Be Thank safe. You. you too. Yeah, Bye. And get that virtual concert going so we can tune in. I will try my best for 
that we say February, March, or on there. I'll try my best. Okay. okay cool. <laughs> All right. Have Bye. a good one. You too. One, two, three.